HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Bushwick Block Party presented by Roberta, Death Killers of Bushwick, Pro Audio Star, Heritage Radio Network, Planet of the Faith, Green Fitness Studio, and New York Loft Hostel. Featuring awesome food from Roberta, Jen and the Outlaw Fish Fry Truck, BMX Grind Box, Dodgeball, Bikini Keg Stand Contest, Psychedelic T-Shirt Auction, Photo Booth by Mary Meyer, Music by... <laughs> Team Rook, Pierre, Electric Tickle Machine, Sweet Bowl, Shark, Phone Tag, Hunter, Get Real, Knife Show, Block Party, More Street Between Bogart and White, Party in the Street, Free Show, followed by Death Killers, Death Rally, and 3D at 9 p.m. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming round. And we're back with the Heritage Radio Network's Farm Report. We are on a new day at a new time with a new co-host, uh, hence that nice little theme song we got today. Um, we've got Erin Fairbanks with us here. Um, really psyched to have her on with us. And uh, to mark this special event, I want to uh, let you all know that today is the 50th episode of the Heritage Radio Network's Farm Report. So we are celebrating today. Erin, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks, Heather. I am stoked to be here. Um, you know, my relationship with Heritage goes back to the early days. Patrick and I used to uh, delivery, do deliveries around the city. Got me my first cooking job, which led to some time on a farm, and now I'm back in the city doing radio, going to school, and super excited to hear a little bit more from our guest, Derek, who's here to talk about his latest project, Farm City USA. Um, in addition to Farm City, which we're going to hear a ton about for the rest of the show, Derek also runs a blog, thegreenest.net, which investigates innovations and ideas in urban ag and has tons of wonderful projects, and I'm excited to hear about it. Derek, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and about the Farm City Project? Sure, sure. I'm really excited to be here. I'm a listener and uh, a devotee of all farmy things, so it's a, it's great to talk about this with you guys. Um well, Farm City came about through like a kind of uh, a generative ex- experiment that started actually here in Bushwick. Um, it's like uh, it's funny to trace ideas, but I think it's important. Um, it started with a project that I was invited to be part of called Capital B, which was trying an alternative planning process to bring artists and um, uh, community members into 
uh, discussions about how the neighborhood should develop, hmm. um, which we were all nervous about in the Audis about, you know, Bushwick being the next wave and that we were going to be completely overwhelmed with condos and hmm. as Williamsburg was. And since I was involved in a lot of projects to kind of preserve and enhance the arts in Williamsburg in, in re- reaction to that wave, we were part of that planning process. And so we were all surprised once we got the grant uh, to hmm. do that work that actually there was a bust we were facing, not a boom. So we thought we were going to be like pushing back against developers. And meanwhile, that we faced a new challenge is what to do with vacant land, what to do with condos that are empty, what to do with um, buildings landlords didn't know what to do with. So we um, did a planning process and a community survey in Bushwick through a series of uh, meetings uh, throughout the neighborhood um, with Shea Bushwick, which is right around the corner from you guys. Mm. And uh, we found that the thing that everybody agreed about, which is sort of obvious, but that's why you do surveys to kind of confirm mm-hmm. your suspicions, is that everybody was really into greening the neighborhood. They're really into picking up the trash, mm-hmm. which is apparently a, a big concern. And um, they wanted to grow food. And that was the third one was kind of the surprise for us. And, awesome. and it kind of tracks like the enthusiasm that this show gets from people and and so from that small observation in a survey which usually either you sort of ignore it or you kind of like wow that's interesting uh, somebody ought to do something about that so instead of kind of saying that I decided I'd be that somebody mm-hmm. and I started a, a blog to kind of research well how do you express that desire like what does that mean and that's you know, sort of what your show is about like you want to grow food in the city like okay that's a crazy idea uh how does that how does that work so i just started to explore the workings of that and through that process i just realized that i had just touched the tip of this massive iceberg um well iceberg's too cold let's not put it (laughs) down i call it i call it a, a gigantic imaginative cloud of of people trying a myriad of different solutions to that question of how am I going to grow food in the city? How am I going to make food in the city? Because it's not just growing, as I found. Like agriculture is, like Wendell Berry says, eating is an agricultural act, right? So mm-hmm. I feel very firmly that when you cook your own dinner, like the, the not eating out approach, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who's one of your shows uh, here, um, <laughs> is, a, is a radical act pushing against the consumer culture of like passive reception of uh, sugar, fat, and salt delivered to you in a slurry <laughs> of God knows what, right? So um, anytime, anytime you push back against that, you're doing something agricultural that, in my mind. So um, that makes me feel good, at least when I'm just cooking for my CSA instead of successfully harvesting tomatoes. But um, <laughs> so anyways, as I st- looked at that, there's just an explosion of creativity and a real unification for me because there's a connection with the art world. that was really strong, which surprised me as well. So from all this surprise about like this intense creativity, I was like, dudes, I cannot write about all this stuff. There's no way my blog will fit it. There's no way I could write a book about it. So Farm City came out of that excitement and slight frustration at not being able to kind of cover it to try to create a gathering point Mm -hmm. for this excitement and create like a a place for a fusion of ideas and through events and and celebration to kind of bring people together, explore ideas, taste great food and, and celebrate what's going on, especially in Brooklyn. Hence uh, the the five components of this Farm City event that's kicking off this weekend in Brooklyn. You can maybe perhaps tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I um, we're trying to kind of hit every sense that people have, um, I guess five senses, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, hear, smell, touch, taste. So um, each one of the events, uh, especially the opening, the kickoff, which is the fair at Invisible Dog Arts Center, which for those of you who don't know, it's a, a really cool space that opened about a year ago in an old warehouse in uh, uh, Bergen Street in, Street in the Burham Hill section of Brooklyn. Um 
And we're doing a collaboration with them where the fair ch is trying to give people all different kind of sensory experiences that'll kind of draw them into this uh, new agricultural uh, experimentation that's going on. So there'll be um, a whole set of brass bands um, kind of tracking mm. that kind of old-timey country fair vibe, but with kind of a modern twist, like uh, Asphalt Orchestra is one of our, our faves who's doing uh, some music for us. And then we'll have a lot of chefs um, they are preparing foods from uh, farms in the city. Um, we'll have farm stands, but kind of like flipping it around because you go to the community markets and, and the green markets and, you know, you're, the upstate guys are coming to you. But instead, these are farms from the city, farms from around here, um, including uh, Eagle Street Rooftop, which I think was a supplier for uh, a Roberta's last year. And, um, and then we'll have a whole host of um, uh, small batch providers of, of uh, makers of food from the Greenpoint Food Market. And in um, just a, a, a bunch of different ways for people to kind of intersect with um, growing food and experiencing food. So our concept is like for the fair and for all of the events is to kind of give people a sense of there's a continuum mm -hmm. of, of intensity that they can um, participate in the urban food system. You know, like I was saying, like from eating to growing food, there's a whole host of things in between that you can do. So we'll have like canning workshops. So like mm -hmm. you can eat seasonally by just, you know, doing that simple act of pickling or canning. Um, my family is so sick of eating pickled <laughs> garlic scapes, by the way. Sorry, that's a shout out to them. Um, but, uh, and then and then we're honoring like home growers too, because it's not just about being a farmer in the kind of sense of, you know, making a big scale project. But uh, so we're having the blue ribbon competition with green thumb. So you can come and if either of you guys have a zucchini you want to <laughs> enter, that's one category. Awesome. And and, uh, and then there's um, a cook off competition because we kind of want to amp up the volume on the, the cooking concept. Like I was talking, that's with um, Nick Suarez and uh, Theo Peck from the food experiments. And they do these kind of rowdy uh, name calling kind <laughs> of, uh, you know, badass adventures into <laughs> cooking. And we got some cool uh, uh, judges for that, like Frankie's from Frankie Spentino, who's a big supporter of local ag and a beekeeper, yeah. by the way. Yeah, definitely. Um, he is one of our judges. So, so um, that's all going on. That's this one day. September. That's just one day. That's just that's one, one of many events that's, that's Sunday, happening yeah. uh, this uh, this Sunday from eleven to five at Fifty One Bergen. Right. That's right, and it's a street fair too. So it's like it's just a lot of ex like uh, trying to harness that explosive energy and we're hoping that the sky doesn't erupt on us because uh, mm. looking at the sky now it makes me worried but it's going to be a really fun day um well you know basically we've got a lot going on here with urban agriculture in brooklyn and new york and conversations all over the country and we kind of wanted to see what you hope it's people who aren't already you know introduced to this um before what what they are going to take away from it right that's a really good thought well, for, for me, I see Farm City as doing two things. One, I see it as a gathering point for people who are already really excited about urban agriculture, like um, using the work that I do, the kind of um, coordinating, knowing the different people I know, different projects that I'm excited about, bringing them together for discussion and celebration. So that part's really exciting for me. And then the second part is that for those, there's an intense public interest in urban agriculture but it's all these kind of like silos of interest like there'll be a story here about someone doing chickens and someone doing bees and i feel like people have no sense of what you know that there's a movement mm -hmm. that it's like it's like they feel like it's oh this individual freak down <laughs> the block you know and and those story you know the media kind of likes those stories but it for me it's 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 a movement it's like a it's like a you know that if you talk to one person they all know like 20 other people who are doing it so I wanted to introduce the people who have a strong interest in it from all this media attention, which is great, 
to show them that a they can be part of it you know in this way like in f along this continuum of intensity from you know eating to growing and also that you know it's a that it's a movement and they can be part of that movement so it's supposed to be like a catalytic transformative experience I love that word, transformative experience. Uh, we are coming up on a quick break. Um, just a quick shout out before we head into a break. The other events include you're doing a film day yep. and a forum. Yep. What am I missing here? There's a tour. Um, uh, the farm tour, of yeah, course. If you're ever curious about uh, the Brooklyn Farms, we're doing an East Brooklyn tour and a West Brooklyn tour. You can hit um, seven awesome, interesting wow. farm projects. We couldn't hit them all. There's like... 200 <laughs> community gardens We've in got Brooklyn, one right, right here so, yeah, right exactly. above us <laughs> awesome so we're going to take a quick break we're going to come right back and love to talk more about the forum and really just like how we're going to get people involved and keep them involved be right back the farm report new day new time um i'm aaron fairbanks here with my co-host heather hyman in studio we are excited to have uh derek denka uh who's putting together a wonderful event we're going to hear a little bit more about derek heather and i were chatting before the show and we're kind of curious with so much going on in urban egg in new york city and across the u.s you're putting together this festival how do you choose who to include that's a really good question for i i I really had struggled with that because um, for me, I wanted to have a really big tent approach and have it be a convening for people to um, get together and celebrate it. But, you know, you kind of have to come up with a, a way to make it reasonable to organize and to make it um, 
uh, localized for people. So one of the kind of flashpoints that I d- d- created, because Farm City for me is, um, is um, an ongoing project, but it was actually spearheaded, I should mention, by crossing the line through the French Institute d'Alliance Française. They actually had the faith in me, approached me to do the project. So I was doing the blog, and Farm City was born out of their desire to turn the blog into a performative artistic expression and so i i just want to do a shout out to them because farm city is part of crossing the line uh, fall festival and they put the faith into me to do that and so when they came to me to plan it um they 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 said well how do you want to do it i said well i want to focus on brooklyn and the reason i chose brooklyn is because it has the most intense kind of concentration of diverse experiments diverse kinds of people you know, you've got farms doing, like, youth farms out in East New York and Red Hook. You've got rooftop farms here at Roberta's and in um, Greenpoint. You've got um, hydroponic farms around the corner at uh, um, Bushwick Star and um, at uh, Boswick Farms. I mean, you've got so many people doing so many crazy, badass experiments in urban ag um, that I thought it, it, Brooklyn would be a great place to concentrate it. I also really like the kind of um, the theme of a county fair. You know, mm. back in the day, people didn't think of themselves as um, Americans so much as people who were part of a particular community. And I think we still think of ourselves that way in New York. Like we're, um, you know, they say Brooklyn is a, a borough of neighborhoods, you know. Mm-hmm. And so even, you know, I thought, what's the largest kind of geographic unit that people can think of as their locality, you know? And uh, maybe Brooklyn's even too big for all of us to kind of wrap our heads around, but I mm-hmm. thought that was a, a kind of a good way to kind of dream up what the terroir, so to speak, of the, yeah. the French guy, of, of our moment is. Right, exactly. So um, that's how I chose initially. And um, for the forum, we wind it, widened it up a little bit because the, the tour and the, and the fair are kind of rigidly within that, that, that meditation, that kind of thought experiment, because... We wanted to um, have people come to the tour, come to the fair and think, oh, my God, my neighbor is doing this. I can do this, you know. And I don't think you get that kind of energized um, realization about like your the activist potential if you if it's not really, really close. And so that's that's kind of the maximum. But for the forum, we wanted it to open up a little bit more so that it could be a citywide discussion about the future of ag. And the way I try to include um, groups is that I wanted to just have a wide array of different players. Like there's so many different people working in the sphere. There's government people. There's um, uh, great organizations like Just Food, Green Thumb, Grow NYC, and the list goes on. Those are just some of our stronger partners. Um, and I wanted them to be part of the conversation because they started this conversation right in 1973. A lot of those groups like Grow NYC with, um, you know, um, the Green Gorillas and, and movements that were making similar kind of moves back in the day. So I wanted to honor that legacy and kind of think about the future, too. And then we want to look at groups that are doing kind of really intense new things, um, which really seems to be sort of blossoming here in Brooklyn. But this made me realize once again that even though I tried to make the tent really big, I really couldn't get everybody in. And I decided to make Farm City not just limited to crossing the line, but turn it into an ongoing project. So, And I'm, I'm thinking I, I chose farmcity.us as my URL in mm-hmm. part out of necessity, but in part as a, uh, a way to kind of catalyze the idea that I want to take this on the road. Nice. And uh, so um, – for the time being, I'm thinking about the five boroughs, but beyond that, I'd love to do this in other places and kind of 
continue finding the dreamers, the artists, the, the doers, and bring them all together and have them talk about what that future is. Yeah, we were actually going to ask if this was something that was going to end up being, uh, you know, brought back, um, as you know, it sounded like this was just being introduced this year. So that's awesome to hear that you will um, stay involved and have Farm City be, um, you know, a reoccurring event in some in some uh, capacity. And, uh, you know, we, we were wondering, um, what about for the, the big players already involved, you know, people that you are bringing to this event to kind of teach people? Like, what do you, you hope for them to, to do in terms of staying involved or, you know, keeping the, the, the conversation going? Well, we try, you know, my, uh, my background is like a very complicated one, but I tried to approach this as like a curator, which is some of the work that I've done. So I tried to really keep a mix of really solid, like historic voices, like um, for the forum, for instance, where we're trying to bring together different conversations and particularly have a different meditation about what the future of urban ag is, because I really feel like artists are really important to that conversation. And people, when I've come to the artists, they've, they've been confused as to why I want to mix them with agrarians, <laughs> but they're less confused than the agriculturalists who are like, well, why are the artists involved in this? Especially the ones <laughs> right, who, right. who are very political, you know, and the food security people are the most confused people. Oh. So, but, but the fact of the matter is that the, um, as I began to explain it to them, they began to see is that the artists provide a way for, um, to transform again, our vision of our reality. Like Hegel said, the real is the rational and the rational is the real, right? So how do we escape the current reality that we're in of an industrial food system that is shoveling shit down our throats uh, and making us fat, diabetic, and generally unhappy, like too fat to fight, right? That was a headline like a couple weeks ago. Um, and not that it's about fighting, but like that's, you know, just a symptom of a bigger disease. So mm. um, so how, who's going to help us move out of a discourse that's dominated by industry and, and heavy forces and government? Well, I think artists do that because they, they don't care about what the real is. They imagine the surreal, the, uh, the irreal, the, the irreverent. And so we need those kind of visions to get us um, to dream big and not take on like little bites. Because I've seen in other aspects of the green movement, like industry is really happy for us to take tiny, tiny steps and call it green. Um, hmm. But I don't think that if we are the ones who are divine, defining the vanguard, we have to define it big so that they have to take big steps. Yeah, we don't want to water anything down here. Right. No way. Um, well, what we were thinking we wanted to, to ask you is, like, what is really the role for, you know, urban residents in, in the food system here? You know, uh, what is the benefit of having people in an urban environment growing their own food? Well, the reality is that 80% of the planet lives in cities now, okay? And 100 years ago, it was the reverse. Um, so... We are the food system, you know, the, you know, we drive the whole food system and the, the best thing for anyone in the urban situation to do and what we hope to do is say, um, we've got to move beyond being a passive consumer. We can't just take what's packaged for us in the store. We have to push back against that, you know, and not in the, and I, I didn't want to do this whole, all this work comes from a place of joy and yeah, excitement. Yeah, not a preachy thing. Right, like I didn't want to like get up on a pedestal and say mm -hmm. that, although here I am saying it. Um, <laughs> sitting down. Right, sitting down, yeah. Um, chilling. Um, <laughs> but it's, at the end of the day, I thought like, how can we connect with people's joy? You know, like this is not, like eating good food that's good for you isn't just about like, um, like wearing a hemp shirt and eating granola <laughs> like it was 20 years ago. Crunchy. People, Right, exactly. And that's awesome stuff too because there's, 
flavor there that people were discovering. So I'm not putting that down at no, all. No, I love granola. Hey, sweet. I mean, yeah. I'm you know, I just want to be clear about that. I'm yeah. not anti-granola. I just had some this morning. I mean, That's my but, nickname is Free Spirit, just so you know. <laughs> good enough. So, but I also think that the 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 truth is out that like um, that flavor is a key, not the flavor that's served up to us by industry that's made with like weird chemicals. Like I was talking about the injection of flavor into the weird anonymous slurry of chemicals. <laughs> um, but the fl- the real flavors that you taste when, when you go into this experience, the real joy and excitement that you feel when you share a meal with people, when you like harvest something with your kids or when you're part of a community garden. I mean, all of those things are electrifying experiences. Like I had, I've had transformative experiences over the last year. And I was, I've been involved in sustainable food for ages. I mean, I was one of the first CSAs in Brooklyn, all that. And I always thought I knew it all and had done it all. But this year kind of blew my mind. So just to help people connect up with that energy, I think is really going to help them, you know, think about changing. Not that they have to like go out and, you know, start, start a farm right away or whatever. So. No, I think that's nice. What you were saying about the event is it, it doesn't have to be a big thing. You know, it can start with a small thing, like just attending the event, just putting yourself uh, amongst those numbers is, is an act that says, Hey, you know, maybe I'm not for this food system. Maybe I'm ready <laughs> to do something a little different. And I totally agree. Like the transformative power of flavor is, is pretty awesome. You talk a little bit um, in your bio about about cultural capital, mm-hmm. um, and it, it sounds like this event is building a lot of cultural capital among urban residents. And I'm just kind of curious um, how you see the more traditional farm system fitting in with the urban farm system. Well, that's a really good question. I mean, the the food system, you know, to think about it that way, um, doesn't permit us to kind of have the luxury of creating these silos of like urban agriculture and rural agriculture and that the genesis of the title farm city which by the way i stole from novella carpenter Hmm. and and many other places that have used that nomenclature and it's by no means my own but it's a it's a it's a union of oxymorons right urban rural farm city town Mm -hmm. country these are things that we're told cannot coexist right although it's absurd because the city can't survive without the country and vice versa we're the biggest marketplace for the rural products and we're also the greatest net producer of one thing which is waste which Mm -hmm. is back in the days that used to be a really nice cycle like when brooklyn was a real agrarian capital in 1870s we produced the fertility that allowed farms in queens and nassau and brooklyn to be the most productive farms in the united states because it was our poop and our horses poop that was making that a really uh, an amazing kind of cycle so um so the connection here for Farm City is to reignite the notion that we are in this continuous loop, that the cultural capital that we produce here is for everybody. And like I was really inspired by an artist who I think you guys um, know, the Greenhorns, um, oh, yeah, Severine Severin, von Charmer awesome. Fleming, and I think she's been on the show. She's so, got her own show, yeah. So, right, <laughs> and she um, has this whole notion about Greenhorn is like a new farmer, That's a, and her term is she wants to create a social... Um, and cultural network of young farmers because there's a lot of isolation. A lot of people starting this um, farm, farming, uh, and but they don't really have a connection to each other. And so part of what we're doing is we're trying to create a nucleus that will kind of explode out um, and get some of our energy into the, the uh, hinterland. So that's a connection I see. Um, and she really kind of gave me the gift of seeing that that was a really powerful way to, to look at it. 
She'd really love to hear you say that. So that's pretty awesome. Um, well, where where people go to kind of like you know keep involved with with some of the things that you know you're involved in. I don't know if you have any other projects coming up aside from you know this next big month. But why don't we uh, see where people can you know go to to stay involved? Yeah, and, and to get the details about Farm City too. Cool. Well, um, the website's pretty easy. It's farmcity.us, and uh, we're constantly getting new. Um, offers for collaboration. So our projects keep, keep expanding and our need for volunteers is is uh, always there because we're just launching this project now. And um, and in fact, uh, one thing that um, we'd be really excited for people to come to is we're, we're, uh, one new event that's coming up is we're having a fundraiser on the 24th at the oh, Commons, which cool. is another event, which uh, um, where Novella Carpenter, who's the author I mentioned before of Farm City, an education of an urban farmer, she's going to be giving a private reading. And nice. we're going to have some bands there, the um, some country bands and uh um the newton gang is the one and so we're we're that's another event that's coming up that that people can connect to and also kind of another way for another meeting place for people as well so we we're just constantly looking for new partnerships and anyone who's excited about anything they've heard here there's tons of volunteer opportunities from the 12 events we have going on <laughs> in september um we sort of lose steam after that time because in terms of the um the agricultural cycle we're trying to be cognizant of that you know we mm-hmm. slow down because the the farm cycle slows down we're going to start doing planning for next year so Wonderful. i'd love to hear from anybody who's interested and uh and joining up with what we're doing. Cool. So where would they shoot you an email or is there a blog or a website we should visit? Yeah, they should shoot me an email. I think they can get in touch with me through thegreenest.net. I think my, uh, I have, Farm City is like such a, a broad project that I don't think that I'm available there, but um, through thegreenest.net they can get me. And oddly enough, my email's pretty simple. So it's <laughs> just Derek at Denkla.com, So And you'll be able to see uh, that email address up on our website at the www.heritageradionetwork.com. And we are um, really, we had a great show. Um, Thanks so much, Derek, for coming on. Thanks, Erin, for for joining the Farm Report. You'll hear this pretty voice uh, every Thursday from now on, live at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So check the archives if you missed it live. And, uh, you know, everyone, enjoy the rest of your week. And come check out this event in Brooklyn, Farm City. Thanks, Erin.